Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello and welcome to Whining, the wine versus beer podcast. Who will win? When will we finally have just one drink to pick in the pub? We go in, we ask the fair bartender, I would like a drink, please. And that's all you need. They just give you that one drink. What if you don't want booze? Uh, then you say, I would like no drink, please. Okay. And you carry on with your day. Fair enough. I've went, well, Harsh for recovering alcoholics and people who have bit, dependency yeah. issues. But you can't just have a tonic water and be done with it. I just like a distilled life, you know? You know what I mean? Distilled life, just like you like your spirits. Mm, lovely link. Um, so this is the Beer vs. Wine podcast. Uh, let's get going. So, yes, things are a little bit different this week. Things are different this week. Um, it's June and it's cloudy. It's, it's July, July and it's cloudy. It's July and it's cloudy. I've got a cold that is, uh, it's really snuck up on me. It, it, you were, you me. were fine yesterday. What happened to you? I don't know. You husk of a man, you weak human being. Look at you. I, uh, I don't know what's going on. It this... doesn't, it doesn't. I, all you need to be aware is that this podcast will basically be Sean Cooper's thoughts unedited and unchallenged, which is something yes, please. absolutely no one needs or deserves. But I'm sorry, I'm in no fit state to, <laughs> to really challenge it. Um, so uh, this is the Wine vs. Beer podcast. Let's explain. Sean typically is a wine guy. He brings a wine. I am a beer guy. I bring a beer. Today, however, the tables have turned, mostly because uh, we picked a theme and Sean just so happened to stumble across uh, the perfect beer for the situation. Uh, So if you read newspapers or online newspapers, any form of news, social media, if you've got a radio and you listen to news on that, if you've got a paper boy that delivers news to your door, but not a paper because we've already addressed that. So if maybe... you listen to people shouting things at you through your window. Which is our preferred method of communication, but exactly. it is a weird one for news. Um, Rosé is having a resurgence this summer. Yeah, as is it's cool. as every summer. Every summer. Uh, every now and then I have to come into contact with some terrible people who uh, like... I just, I'm just going to say the terrible people. That's all they need, uh, and they are calling it the Rose Surgeons or the Rose the Rose Urgents, the Rose Urgents. I think Rose Urgents like is best. It's better, isn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, a bit tenuous, but I'll allow it. It's it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So we're going with the rose theme. We um, are. Yeah. So I stumbled across a rose beer called. Are you ready for this? I am. Brose. This is not to be confused with uh, a rosé rebranding that was also called Brose, which I think served it in like a beer can, uh, just so that men are allowed to drink rosé. This is different to that. Yeah. Um, this is very East London wankery uh, brosé <laughs> rather than insecure it, man. It is, yeah. Although, so it's are by... they that different? Probably not. <laughs> so it's by Beavertown. 
Um, it's their one of their Tempest Project beers. So um, Beaver Town, um, if you're not familiar, are a um, East London-based brewery. Um, and this, their Tempest Project, is their way of kind of tipping their hat towards traditional Belgian styles of beer while still being quite experimental as well. So the Brosé um, is a sour beer or a Lambic. Um, it's been infused with Pinot Noir grapes that have been grown in North London um, and then aged for eight months in oak barrique, so old burgundy casks. Uh, so the result is something that is interesting and I think absolutely delicious. It is a... Uh... It's not as good as my Lemsip is right now, but it is nice. It is nice. Um, so that's what Sean's brought to the table. Obviously, he found the nice beer, so I, I would have to do the wine this week. Uh, mm. So we're going to be fighting for the drinks that we brought to the table. Uh, and at the end, we'll decide which one is better after a number of challenges and chats. Um, but I, I brought a, a rosé wine. It's just a classic rosé. Um, it is called Emotion. Could you say that with a little bit more feeling, please? Emotion. There you go. I think that's how it's meant to be said. So this is essentially a rosé wine that is uh, not really breaking any uh, stereotypes of rosé. It's going right down exactly what they think rosé is, which is probably people sat in alone eating Ben and Jerry's crying whilst they watch movies. Um, it's actually exactly... Do you know what it is? It's like a team from The Apprentice designed a rosé wine and they needed a theme and they needed a design and it was all based on absolute bollocks. Um, and Emotion would probably have been their team name. Actually, I think the appellation it's from is called the Appellation de Protégé, which I read on the label. Uh, Sean's shaking his head. Are you sure? Yeah, it's... Um, I'm going to get the bottle, Phil. Yeah, Phil. You, can, you can get the bottle, but it's not Appellation de Protégé. It's... <laughs> that is the appell- That is the wording of Appellation. It's in the freezer, lad. Top, top, top drawer. AOP, Appellation d'Origine Protégé, which means protective, protected origin, basically. Right, okay, because I was going to make a joke about Protégé sounding like uh, an apprentice team name, but you've, <laughs> you've ruined that for me, so, and I don't have any energy to fight it. Um, the bottle is striped in what I know after having worked, um, for those who don't know about my LinkedIn <laughs> profile, uh, between the years of 2014 and 2016, I decided to quit my full-time job and go and work part-time in the Barbican to fulfil uh, artistic <laughs> endeavours, to which <laughs> fell on their arse. Um, by doing so means I worked at a John Paul Gaultier exhibit at the Barbican Centre, and I can confirm the bottle is in Breton Stripe. Um, (laughs) so there's there's that Um, it's uh, should we have a taste do you want to do some wine stuff because fuck knows I can't I can't even taste anything it tastes like I'm drinking meths really watered down meths yeah very watered down meths Uh, yeah like you say it is it's rosé and it tastes like a rosé should sure it's um, I think uh, with my limited limited rosé knowledge a white peach it's it's fairly nice actually it's not bad it's it's quite nice um i would say the color is a paler rosé which i think denotes quality typically so that's and as as a as a rule of thumb yeah yeah absolutely um so these are the wines we'll be and the beers uh we'll be challenging uh each other about why they're good 
throughout this podcast, and there will be a winner at the end. A year ago, Sean. Yes. I was woken up by uh, Facebook event invites like no other that stirred feelings deep below. How loud is your phone? Uh, I suppose I woke up to it rather than was woken up. Right, okay. Good fine. catch. Just, I don't just wanna... a bit of clarification. It's that you, you set the specific um, notification tone for a Facebook event invite to be so loud that it can wake you up just in case you think, oh, oh, I can't miss this pillow fight in Trafalgar Square. That is actually <laughs> what you get from event invites, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, no, this one read class of 2000 and... I think 2015, I can't remember. No, it would have been 2009. No, no 2007, wasn't it? Uh, well, I don't know, class or something. 2002 to 10-year anniversary. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was 10 yeah, years ago. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we both easier. didn't come across very well there, did we? No, uh, <laughs> it's because I, I haven't paid it much attention um, until, obviously, I uh, when I first got it, it was distressing, and it actually happened... Weekend just gone, Sean. It, it did, yes. I didn't see you on the Saturday. Did you go? I didn't. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't. We should explain, of course, we went to the same school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not like Sean would have went in my stead. Just gone Although, what you. a lovely idea to send Sean as me, saying that I've changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could have gone as each other. We could have had a lot of and fun see, And seen who'd have actually remembered the difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I don't... Do you regret not going? Not in the slightest. No, uh, same. There are looking at the Facebook group. Also, I hasten to add, it wasn't an official school reunion. Wasn't an official. It was set up by someone. But it was someone who just decided to get the old gang together. Um, well, no, because that makes it sound like it was a certain gang. It was the whole year. It yeah. was the whole year group that was I'm invited. Not even, I'm not even sure if it went ahead. Uh, I don't think it did. But uh, so we didn't go. Basically, no one did. There was only 40 people out of the 250 invited going. Uh, not everyone loves school that much, uh, apparently. Um, or the people they went to school with. Well, that, well, that is it, isn't it? School itself was, yeah, would be largely fine. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, I looked at some names in the, in the group and thought, hmm, okay. Let's Google your salaries, may as bloody well. The person who brought me most distress in the whole school won't do names, won't do distress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you kind of hope... The, the trope is that bullies go on to work in a shit job and that your comeuppance comes later in life as a mouth-breathing dweeb such as I. That's, yeah. that's the trope, isn't it? Um, so I go on to this, uh, this guy's Facebook page uh, to find out what he's been doing. Um, hoping he still lives, like, on the same road as his parents, all that sort of thing. Uh, turns out he's been working in the city uh, in finance for quite Aww. a few years. So imagine he's on about three times my salary. And also, <laughs> another kicker, at the weekend, he owns his own race car <laughs> and takes part in a small racing league. <laughs> <You're> serious? <laughs> That sounds like your perfect pastime. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't like to work in finance because I'd have to work out a way to, you know, kill myself. Um, well, no, hence why I said pastime, not life. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the the race car, where's the justice for heaven's sake? So, uh, yeah, that was a kicker. Um, but also, with that reunion, uh, basically, three people from that year group 
had weddings on that very day because they all popped up on, <laughs> didn't they? They all popped up on Facebook they, and we all saw the they, stupid they, pictures. They, they, they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely so crazy. That's probably where most of the people were, was at these weddings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but maybe I should have went. What, to the wedding? I mean, I wasn't invited to the wedding. <laughs> I'd have loved to have up. gone. I quite what, like what, a wedding what, still. What, one, in, one in particular just held it up. Yeah, I'm not bored of <laughs> weddings yet, so I would quite like to have gone. Uh, free cake. Probably free food. Um, Quite often, not free booze. No, but I think it's you get uh, a bit of free booze to start off, and then for younger weddings and for it's it's difficult to provide a free bar for a hundred people. Yeah, it's an it's an expensive thing. I get it, Mm. but also if you drive a car with a number plate. 2011 plus do a free bar mate i travel down from london uh no that is just that is just a thought though um but yeah incredible scenes uh the mind boggles at what could have happened at that reunion or at least a tab at least the well what's the difference between a tab and a free bar would be like all night long oh right no a tab would be say like up to 50 you put 1500 quid behind the bar i think if it or was like my 500 quid behind if it's my own wedding i would put 70 quid behind the bar so i could say after my speech I put some money behind the bar. Please do go and enjoy. <laughs> He's very kind. So I spent the weekend ending up in a Facebook spiral. What did you do, Sean? Um, I was working, but uh, my weekend was today. Right, okay. Yeah. What have you done today? What have I done today? Um, I've been to Tesco's. That's pretty much the highlight of my day. You've really got to work on these these things. That was great. I had a lovely day off. I wait, waited in for a package. Um, I did some online shopping, then I popped out to Tesco's. You are basically every millennial in London right now. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Uh, well, something quite interesting happened at Tesco's. Oh, sure it did. did so, uh, so, so I was in the booze aisle. Did one of the checkouts not wear your bags properly? Did did, no. did someone come up and take your trolley by accident and say, oh, sorry, I thought that was my trolley. And you go, oh, no, no harm done. No, I helped a, a lovely old Romanian lady find the perfect bottle of wine to impress her husband. Did she ask you to? No, no, she didn't. Right, that's a fucking lot. <laughs> so, carrot, go on then. What well, no, well, basically, there was this old Romanian lady getting quite confused and talking um, in the loud, old, confused, old woman voice. The old Romanian voice, which I w- would yeah. like you, because not... The problem is, Sean, we're media professionals. I mean, you're technically not, and... Uh arguably i'm not uh so they can't necessarily our audience who thank you for listening but i'm just saying to sean you're probably not that bright um no i don't i don't mean that <laughs> thank you josh you're alienating our very small listenership that's not true because the smart ones will work out that they are smarter than me so i am alienating the actual idiot so if you were insulted by that you are actually an idiot <laughs> anyway um <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> I, fa- I found myself in a, a mood that was perhaps not suitable for recording. Um, they may they may not be able to paint the picture of a voice that contains characteristics old, Romanian, and confused. So please I'm, do do an impression. I'm, I'm I'm not doing that. Okay, we'll carry on. Um, so yeah, she was trying to find a bottle of wine. Two separate staff members came over to help her, and were just stood there looking confused at the rack of wine and looking at the listings on the Tesco mobile app on their phone as to what the wines were like. So what we have here is a situation where uh, a paramedic is at the roadside up when someone's been run over. Essentially, yeah. This is how I felt They're at the time. They're trying to do it, but basically the guy needs open heart surgery yeah. before he gets to Essentially, the hospital. I pulled out my... Here def- comes the doctor. I pulled out my pocket defib and I leapt into action. 
Yeah, and your pocket defib in this analogy is your... Wine knowledge. Your mind, your wine mind. Yeah, my razor-sharp wine mind. The house of wine. So she was after a red wine that's not dry, but not sweet. So something in between. So I pointed her in the right direction. She was happy. She was appreciative. She said, thank you so much. She said, her husband's going to love this. He's coming back from Romania to see her for the first time in a year. In a year? Yeah. This is crazy, this. Uh, my uh, my girlfriend... Um, yeah, I, I managed to secure a girlfriend a year and a half. We're all shocked. Own arguments about sort of once every six weeks, I would say now. Which, uh, if that... If it that's says not that, bad. That's totally manageable. I can manage that. Um, so... Just don't move in with her. You'll have a lot more arguments. Oh, heady, heady. No, no, we're not going into this. She... <laughs> She, I, I hear she scrubs through the podcast at times 10 speed to wait for a mention of herself. So <laughs> best to get off this. <laughs> Otherwise, it will be a long enough chunk for her to have heard it. Um, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, you were talking I about know, your yeah, girlfriend. So, uh, she was talking to um, someone, I think she's interviewing at work. She's a, a journalist, in sort of a local journalist in East London. And the guy spends six months over here uh, doing taxiing and then six months uh, back in Pakistan and his life must be completely split mm. it's an, he's got a family back in Pakistan it's like for six months of the whole year he just isn't with them which I think is crazy, crazy isn't it? absolutely yeah. crazy to split it up like that I mean yeah, I, I, I get I, that I, I, I know some people who do that and it's just insane they just spend all their time over here and then they just send money back to their their home and it's, it's weird it's incredible it's not, it's not it, weird in a way it's uh it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And the people I know who do it work like three jobs. It's absolutely spend unimaginable. Spend all their time working and send it back to their family at home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. Uh, so. but, uh, yeah, Romanian lady um, who you uh, cornered in the supermarket. and yeah. yeah. I didn't corner her. I stepped in and helped her. I relieved these two gents who were out of their depth and who, when walking away, whispered to me, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would have probably been happy. And also, like on the cornering thing, there aren't many corners in a supermarket. No. So you're actually fine. Yeah. I would say your corners are, and correct me if I'm wrong, bakery, dog food, entrance, or travel money, and fishmonger, or clothing. Um, no, in this one, it would be bakery, yes. Um, food to go. Um, oh, yeah, food bread. to go is a big one. Oh, no, we've already done bakery. Oh, no bakery. Um, I think well, electron- no, ba- ba- electronic ba- ba- goods. Ba- ba- bakery and bread are two separate things. Oh, that one. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, just the toilets. Yeah, okay. That's possibly the best radio phone-in feature I've ever thought of. And we're <laughs> what on are a... the corners in your local supermarket? Isn't that the best? <laughs> Can you think? I, if you've... I tell you what. Let's do our first bit of audience interaction. Yeah. What are the corners in your local supermarket? Uh, tweet in to at WhiningPod. That's W-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D. Uh, we'd, and we'll read them out in the next show. Yeah, and we want to know where the supermarket is, the brand of supermarket, and we'll see if there's any correlation. I think the supermarket most likely to be different is Morrison's because they, they don't listen to the rules. Yeah, either that or Waitrose because they'll have... That's true. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. 
Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The halloumi section, etc. Yeah. Great. Drinking wine and feeling fine, because I drink that wine all the time with Sean. Josh. Yes. I hope you realise the magnitude of the current situation we're in. Yeah, I have to do the wine cell. You do. Are you ready? Yeah, I am. Have you done your preparations? I have the... Oh, damn it, I don't have the bottle in front of me. Uh, I think I can do it, though. You, re- you reckon, yeah? Yeah. Okay, fine. Shall we begin? I'm going to take it away. You join me, Sean, in France. <laughs> oh, sweet young France, with its supple trees lining the Champs-Élysées. Oh, Champs-Élysées, they sing as they walk down. Don't interrupt, because this... Wrong. I'll allow you one interruption. This is fucking it. Because I'm in the swing. Or you can save it. Wrong part of France. That's what you get. That's what you get. Oh, sweet Champs-Élysées. Oh, in Paris. Unfortunately, though, whilst Paris is the capital city of the whole of France and therefore does make sense referencing it in terms of anywhere in France we find ourselves this is how Sean talks when he does it myself we're in Provence ah we Provence the shaded vineyards and where is Provence Josh? it's in France (laughs) it's in France with beautiful sloping vineyards with a hint of Sea breeze kissing their supple leaves. Ah, is it Italy? Is it heaven? No one knows, but we do know this sweet young supple rosé comes from there. Oh yes, Uh, it's it's near Marseille, uh, near Nice, uh, south of France. So we'll be getting some sea breeze. Actually, that was a complete guess. Um, Oh, we drink this grande raccolte rosé like it's. The milk from our own mother, and we are humble wine babies. That is not how. It's not the image I wanted to conjure. <laughs> that was horrible. Wine babies. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, we're drinking it at eight to ten degrees C. 
and it's from a direct pressing, which means you're going to be getting those more intense flavours. There's no chance of flavours escaping the direct pressing. You'll notice a pale pink robe on this one, Sean. Uh, yep. Six times seven euros ninety. Uh, I mean, forty-seven euros forty will secure you six of these bottles. That that means it's a price of seven euros ninety per bottle, which is very reasonable indeed. Yeah, very reasonable. If I was drinking this, I would probably serve it with uh, maybe just as an aperitif, uh, or maybe with a salad at a barbecue, something like that. So. Let's raise our glasses to this emotion, grande ricolte, and say, we, we, we. We. And we take a sip. Grand record. We. So what do you think, Sean? How does this sit on your palate? Are you getting the flavours of strawberry and fresh raspberry that I too am and pointed out without reading? Yes, I am. And I think I've done my job here. I think you have. Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine all the time with Sean So we like to bring you some of the current events every now and then at Whining Cause with talking about wine and beer alone for 40 plus minutes It does make us sound like we have dependency issues And like we don't move outside of the world of and, intoxication Which isn't true And for those of you for whom this is your only source of information it's quite nice to keep up to oh, the God speed of bless what's you going use. on in the in the world imagine if we're someone's only source of information i know can you imagine that all that information technology just on us lovely thought just and nothing until we came along just mm. in a bubble yeah all of a sudden Whining. Mm, that's making me feel a bit depressed actually so <laughs> let's move on uh, so michael phelps for those who don't know is an australian swimmer i think he's the most decorated athlete of all time um let me check some sources josh yeah um we might want to put the mics down for a second but isn't i'm pretty sure michael phelps is american hang on pretty sure yes Michael Phelps is the most decorated American athlete. I don't know. Michael Phelps is a great swimmer. They call him the human shark. They do. Yes. I don't know much about sport. My The closest I get to sport really is um, sort of the exhaustion of waking up with a bit of a hangover. <laughs> uh, so uh, Michael Phelps, basically, I know about this because I was listening to a big, uh, I listened to some podcasts from Australia and a big yeah. event was happening in Australia where Michael Phelps, and this was the headline, Michael Phelps, the human shark, is going to race a great white shark. So you just assumed he was Australian because he was on Australian Exactly. Uh, on Australian exactly. Podcast. Yeah, I'm glad this had some context. Okay. Um, so, oh, sorry. My, yeah, so Michael Phelps is racing a great white shark. Now, there are two things that can happen in the 21st century. Either this can be a great feat of PR, and it will actually be an amazing thing, and it will go like viral, and everyone will love it, and it will be amazing. Or it's going to be a sort of clickbait shithole. It's yeah. going to be one of them two things. Um, so people like on, on these Australian radio shows were talking about, what's it going to be? Is it going to be in like a big tank with a glass divider? Is it going to be a net sort of keeping the shark out? How are they going to get them to release at the same time? Talking about all these technical things. Here's what actually happened. Michael Phelps raced a computer-generated shark. Are you serious? Yeah. That is shite. Why even 
just be honest with the public. Be honest and say, Michael Phelps is going to be design cool. It's going to be involving some uh, computer graphics. It's going to be fun. So the, it's just a, it's a he, fake he, shark. He raced ones and zeros. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but it, I mean, obviously the shark's time was based on a real life shark. Yeah. And the, the video shows like yeah, him coming next to Yeah, computer generations can be fairly realistic nowadays. But, but it's, the, the point is... It's the like threat this... and the danger of actually racing a shark is not there. I know. How would they have kept it... Well, to be fair, there's a lot... How would they have kept a great white shark? Are there any great white sharks in captivity? Uh, there aren't any, I don't think, no, that would be crazy, surely. Yeah. Sure, there can't be any great white sharks in activity. So yeah, no doubt there were some problems. <laughs> but they say he's going to race a great white shark. He should bloody race a great white shark. Uh, and he hasn't. And like, I'm not the only one who's outraged by this. Um, the Most of the titles for headlines around this uh, stunt are viewers angry after Michael Phelps stunt. They're annoyed there wasn't a great white shark. And who can blame him? Of course you would be, yeah. Yeah. I would be, if you'd have tuned in to Shark Week, which, for the record, is... We haven't had yet. Do you mean not a Shark Week on whining? Oh, we should have a Shark Week on whining. Hard to theme, but we'll try. Uh, yeah. What was Shark Week, sorry? Well, Shark Week is on the Discovery Channel, where it's just oh, it? shows based around sharks for oh. a whole week. I would absolutely That's what they that. do. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a big American thing, isn't it? They just oh, have Shark Week. No idea. Shark Week. Um, yeah. It's where you get um, films like Killer Sharks out of tornadoes and things like this. Sharknado. Sharknado, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the Killer Sharks. That... Killer Sharks, like gi- gi- giant, giant shark versus giant crocodile and things like this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, they're some of my dad's favourite films. Uh, <laughs> my dad, actually, I maintain, uh, he's uh, has a really weird taste in films. Um, right. So that when we go back, uh, Christmas is a weird one because whilst everyone else is tweeting about watching Muppets Christmas Carol and watching uh, that Moon Murray Raker. Christmas, Moonraker. Classic. My dad will have on the True Sci-Fi channel and be watching, like, <laughs> we watch something called, like, Phaetons or something when these aliens get into your mind and corrupt them. <laughs> and that was, like, Christmas Eve watching. Really? Uh, yeah, all the time. Um, but I maintain, because he watched what um, a load of things that are called murder porn, which is not... <laughs> what your face thinks it is. Murder <laughs> porn is these really high produced shows about um like murder cases basically. And like they were really out of fashion and really gaudy. But I say that they're not really that different from all these true crime podcasts and true crime TV shows that are on at the moment, like Making a Murderer, those sort of things. And he's been on he's been on that oh, jam. I, for... I know what they are. Yeah, yeah. it's like Lindy Harper was having an affair, but what she didn't guess was that her husband was buying a gun. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I maintain that... My like, mum actually likes those Yeah, and I get yeah. that. And I don't think they're that different from making a murderer, short of production. Like, it's still hearing about an interesting crime case. Yeah. 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 So I think my dad is actually ahead of the zeitgeist, and uh, I'm following him on all fashion moves, which is why I started shopping at Next. I bought the occasional jumper from Next. Yeah, I was making a joke, but you have <laughs> <laughs> I really, really want you in my mouth From then on there, roll, we'll head on further south Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh it's wine, drinking it's fine So as I have a wine this week, that means the beer cell must be in the hands of Sean Cooper Hey, take it away Right, so 
I'm going to point to you when you say your lines, yeah? Same, yeah. Old, well, same old routine. Let's explain this for any new listeners. The beer cell typically was designed, uh, because I don't know much about the technical aspects of alcohol, so I couldn't do a sort of thing that Sean does. So I like to tell a story that sort of makes him feel rubbish, makes him feel tired, makes him feel bothered, so that at the end of it, he empathises so much with the character in the story uh, he wants nothing more than a cold, refreshing beer. Exactly. And ready to feel tired. Josh. I am. I'm interested to see your writing style as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, useless. Oh, tat. Josh muttered at his own solemn reflection as he commenced his daily shaving routine. The year was 2023. The city, London. And Josh was beginning his day just as he began every other day by removing the soot he called facial hair from his tired face and washing his weary body. (laughs) You see, not much had changed for Josh in the last five years. He's still living with his old mate, Sean, after what was referred to as the rough times. But we don't speak about the rough times. Not anymore. Whining was now the leading entertainment show on UK digital radio, and Josh had the starring role. I am the best. This is the job I was born for. He'd be given the oh-so-important job of ensuring the hosts, the nation's sweetheart, Sean Cooper... Sean what? Sean Cooper, (laughs) ensuring his vocal cords were kept in tip-top condition. This included massaging rare manuka honey into Sean's throat and preparing warm drinks on demand. You realise that means I'm putting my fingers down your throat? (laughs) No, on the outside of my throat. Oh, on your gut. Yeah, yeah, on my gut. It seemed he'd been training his whole life for this. After the 18th sticky throat massage and 47th warm drinks egg tea of the day. Give you plenty of sticky throat massages. <laughs> and recording nine hours of audio gold supplied by his enamorable host, it was time to go home. It took three trains and two buses to get from their state-of-the-art studio in London's fashionable northeast end to their, I say their, Sean's mansion in Surrey. Josh usually returned a good three hours after Sean had completed his, sofa, his chauffeur-driven commute as well. Oh, so I, I, I don't get to come with you. No. Okay. Where's Rose? You mean my wife? Oh, she's getting ready for our night at the opera, replied Sean. Rose entered the cavernous hallway dressed in the finest silks, and Josh looked on in wistful wonderment as the pair exited the marble gates towards their Rolls Royce. It always struck Josh as odd. There was never enough room for him on the ride home, when the car was clearly at least a four-seater. Josh heard a thud as one of the beers Sean kept in the car's built-in cooler rolled out of the open door and towards his feet. He opened the bottle with a pop, and he took a sip. I will take a sip. It is nice, and you know, like basically, <laughs> I, I'm really yeah. It's worked as a beer cell, but only because I know Rose won't be nagging my blooming ear off, and I get to <laughs> be at home alone with a pint of beer. <laughs> you got to deal with her at the opera, legend. <laughs> Just joking, I love her. Lies. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of worked. <laughs> One thing I did do this week, something quite interesting. Yeah. I booked a holiday. Mm, the oh, the Butlins Group Limited 
thank you massively. I'm not going to Butlins. Okay. okay. Guess, guess where I'm going. Pontins? No. Oh, not Millwrythe. Well, no. What's Millwrythe? <laughs> it's, it's an independent holiday camp. <laughs> Much like Butlins, but, you know, without the... Without the, ben- the benefits of um, <laughs> conglomeration. Uh, no, actually. Going to San Sebastian. Don't know where that is. Northern Spain. Sounds nice. It will be. It was either that or Thailand. Why didn't you choose the coveted Thailand? Well, it's. Um, I think it's lost its time in the sun. What, what do you mean? It's become just the next Magaluth, really, isn't well, it? Well, why didn't you choose Vietnam, then? Um, or well, the real reason I didn't choose Thailand was because it's too far away. Yes, away. well, not too expensive. I probably spent as much on a holiday to San Sebastian as would to Thailand. But... When you are the restaurant manager at Michelin Star Restaurant in London, you can assume that your six-figure salary won't mind the odd hit of going to Thailand, guys. So no, it won't. I'm just trying to make it. You know, you know, your situation relatable to <laughs> the common folk that listen to this podcast yeah. and I. Okay, so we've made me relatable, which is. A difficult task. Hard to do. Yeah. Um, well, the main thing that put me off Thailand was reading this story. Um, and it's a story about a naked British couple being frog-marched along the beach after being caught having coitus in the sea. How do you know they're having coitus and not just skinny dipping? Well, it's uh, only presumption, I would assume. But... Okay. Um, Two British tourists were frog-marched along the sea, naked, after being caught having sex. Well, it's um, the reports of them having sex, and it's very difficult to prove, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, unless it's a report from them themselves bragging about their lovely sex, it's hard to to prove. (laughs) I just nailed her in the ocean, wait, lads, lads, lads. That's the sad reality of what probably happened, isn't it? I mean, what, so, okay, well, I can't really... I've been skinny dipping before, but not at a beach where police would have come and marched you out. I don't How, think. This is the this is the mental thing. They were walked a full three hundred yards to the nearest police station, so they were Very only three hundred yards yeah. away from a police station. And from reading about best kind of holiday practices to have in Thailand, mm. they're very strict on nudity and kind of drunken displays in in public. Because they're tr- because of the kind of holiday culture that they're getting now, um, so they were detained overnight and fined a hundred Thai baht. It's only equivalent to about twenty three quid, but still, it's a night in jail. Why didn't they just bribe them? Uh, yeah, you could have just given them twenty quid each. Say what you want about like inefficient uh, policing and a possibly corrupt government, but bribery has to be one of the greatest things in the world. No, to be just... fair, they probably didn't have their wallets on them. That is true. Where are you gonna put it? Uh apart from your emergency funds. A yeah. la in between us movie. When you put it yeah, up there. Exactly. Um well I I I can kind of relate, but you have previously chased a, a woman into the ocean. So maybe could you maybe give us an insight into a I've chased a woman into the ocean. You've, I've seen you chase a woman into the ocean before. When? It was uh we can go into details if you want. Uh Sean's <laughs> literally a nightmare. You can't take her anywhere. <laughs> He, he, uh, I'm not that much of a nightmare. I was, I was stood on Bournemouth Pier as you chased the woman into the oh, ocean. Oh, right, yes. No, no, I wasn't chasing her into the ocean. I was trying to stop her from running into the ocean. Your honour. <laughs> 
and uh, was not successful. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, a little bit um, touch inebriated. Sure. And very much your brand. Yeah, right on the money. And and, and uh, <laughs> uh, risking death for freedom. <laughs> sure, risking death for freedom. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, no, that, that was a, that is a great story and a great memory of mine. Is you chasing a woman into the into the wild winter ocean? Uh, it was autumn, as uh, was it? No, it would have been summer. It would have been summer. It would have been it summer. Graduation, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, very well. I, re- I remember what you're talking about now. It did take a while for me to get there. Yeah, lovely stuff. Seeing as we are now theming our podcasts, yeah, I slightly by happen chance, um, how or happenstance rather, um, came across a theme for this week's wine news. And the theme be pickle. I love pickle. I love pickles as well. Lovely little gherkin on your cheeseburger. Um, So, first story is snake preserves in wine bites woman. Interesting. Yeah, so a woman in northern China has had to receive hospital treatment after a snake preserved in rice wine jumped out of the bottom and bit her hand. And I also must happen to add before um, we get a couple of moody texts in a day or two's time that this story comes courtesy of um, field correspondent Tarek Koirati. Do you think um, he'd be moody? I think he would. He forwarded this. This is a mutual friend of ours. Uh, he forwarded this in in uh, the knowledge it would be featured, perhaps. Yeah, but I still think it'd be after a mention. That's the kind of guy he is. Um, according to the Global Times, a surprise attack happened when a woman surnamed Liu um, went to top up the bottle with more wine. Remarkably, the snake, which had been pickling for three months, was still alive. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you think is more incredible, the fact that the snake was still alive or the fact that one would choose to pickle a snake in a bottle of wine. No, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Uh, but the... Oh, no, okay, yeah. There's too many questions. Like, was there poo in the wine? How did the snake breathe? Who put... Who managed to get the snake in? Well, it must have been not just in a wine bottle. It was probably in, like, a mason jar or something like that. No, you know, you're just topping it up. Right, okay. Must be. Maybe. Right, on to the next story. I hope um, it's about pickling. And we're going um, to the Antipodes. Um, a woman finds dead lizard... In her beer. Okay. Yeah, a woman from Christchurch, and that's not Christchurch Dorset. Um, it's Christchurch, New Zealand, was horrified to discover a decomposing leg- lizard languishing in her beer after she had almost finished the bottle. Yeah, I suppose... Would I be bothered by it? I'd be bothered by it, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So she was quite worried about whether she'd be ill or not afterwards. I don't imagine you were... Or it's not a high enough. There al- are poisonous lizards. Yeah, um, and I don't imagine it's a high enough alcohol content to completely kill all bacteria off of, the, off of a decomposing lizard as well. So I'm sure she's got um, room to be uh, concerned about there. Um, and on to our third and final um, pickling story. Um, this is a, a story that's close to your heart, Josh. I know this. Um, Canada police investigates theft of mummified human toe, yeah. which is used to be served in drinks. This is the um, the sour toe cocktail. The sour in toe cocktail, y'all. Canada has become quite a big thing. I imagine 
Lots of our fine devotees who in this podcast alone I think I've called stupid and poor. <laughs> um, but God knows I would only call you it if I was the epitome of both those things. Um, yeah, uh, it's quite a famous thing, isn't it? And it's, it's been robbed again, isn't it? It, it has, yeah. So there's a, a bar um, in a hotel, um, the downtown hotel in Dawson City, they serve what's called the Sour Toe Cocktail, which is just a shot of whiskey. Um, but instead of a cube of ice, they use a blackened toe, so a mummified human toe. Yeah. Um, the nail and everything in there as well. It's a full human toe. It's um, a foot. You do manage... Well, if you manage to um, drink it and touch the toe to your lips, then you earn a certificate. Well, you have to. You... It doesn't count as drinking the sour, co- uh, sour toe cocktail unless it does touch your lips. Well, yeah, you don't get the certificate that says I, t- I drank the sour toe cocktail. Yeah, and, yeah so it doesn't, it doesn't count. T- touch it to your lips, yeah. Um, so it was on Saturday. Um, somebody took it one step further and just made off with the toe. Um, Jerry, uh, sorry, Terry Lee of the, uh, of the downtown toe he- hotel um, remarked, We are furious. Toes are very hard to come by. Yeah. No, they are. And with this particular toe, it was a big toe, because that's what everyone's thinking when you hear about a toe, but they won't always be big toes. Sometimes there are other toes. Depends what they can come by. And a big toe is very rare as well. Um, I think most of the trouble they've had with this, uh, as I'm the sour toe correspondent, uh, is with people swallowing it. Because, you know, yes. you're nervous, you're sort of like, <laughs> and you swallow a bloody toe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's even worse as well. So the man had, um, according to reports, boasted of, of his plans to steal the toe early in the evening. And he actually convinced the staff member to let him try the drink outside of the designated two-hour window. Oh. So basically they have... Um, Toe time, which is two hours a day, where um, patrons are allowed to drink the sour toe cocktail. Um, oh, good oh, yeah. Let's get out of work early, Mitch, because we gotta go get a drink in. Yeah, fine. Um, shame to hear it. It's why are people ruining things for the rest of us? Yeah. So, I mean, in 2013, the last time the toe made the headlines, a man seemingly deliberately swallowed the toe. Yeah, I remember. Um, and then he was slapped with a 500 Canadian dollar fine, um, which they've now increased to two and a half thousand. So, it seems that it's you can't look after your toe. I, I think I seem to remember when I looked into this last story that I sound like the only fucking thing I know about is this sour toe cocktail. I don't bring much knowledge to this podcast normally. That uh, that is pretty much the only attraction in the, the, the surrounding area. It's the only pe- reason people go to that town. So when they lose a toe, they lose sweet dollar. I imagine they do. Yeah. So they do need to be compensated. Um, that is it for why news, is it not? Yes. Yes. I said third and final, and that's the end of the story. So pay attention, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just normally at the top of the news the newsreader won't say we've got 10 stories today remember we've got 10 stories they read 10 stories and then just stop talking and then say that's the news for tonight good evening like share subscribe Okay, this is the end of whining. Before we crack on with the results, I uh, just want to say thank you for listening so far. Uh, do go and do all the gubbinsy bits. Like, follow us on Twitter. We always put up some extra bits there. 
now and then. Do we? Mm, sometimes we will if you go and follow us. <laughs> it's kind of uh, uh, catch twenty two. Should we do it after the show? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Um, we've got an Instagram as well. Sometimes we post we? up the more inter- yeah, we post up the more interesting pictures and like bottles. Um, I and think we should post this bottle. It's a very interesting bottle. We should. Uh, more yeah. importantly, tell tell people about it if you've got someone who maybe likes a craft ale or a cool glass of Chablis. Uh, yeah, just say go and listen to us. Um, word of mouth is our biggest friend, um, apart from mass corporate sponsorship. <laughs> that was, we would we welcome e- either. We welcome really. both. Yeah. Um, yeah, but let's get on to the results. Uh, today I brought uh, wine. I literally can't remember the type, the variety of, but it was called Emotion. 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 It was um, a rosé from the Côte de Provence. It was in the south of France. Uh, and Sean brought... I brought um, the Beaver Town's Tempest Project... Rosé. It's a rosé hybrid sour beer. Yeah. And damn tasty. That's nice. Um, let's just get these results in then. It's the beer for me. It's the beer for me as well. Okay, well done. Uh, lovely having you here. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again. Might not be next week, but uh, we're a bit intimate at the moment. But hey, podcasts keep coming. So you just keep make sure you're subscribed and watch out for that little alert. Um, until next time. Goodbye. Don't touch that dial. Anyway. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.